Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with Microsoft, the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Takeoff, Sezzle, and Silk. The OmniTalk Fast Five is the podcast that we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week too, especially this week. Today is November 23rd, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm your host, Ann Mazinga. I'm Chris Walton. And we are here once again to discuss all the headlines making waves in the world of omni-channel retailing. And Chris, we're a little early this week. We're, we're celebrating the Wednesday before Black Friday. Yeah, I know, Ann. I'm pretty pumped. Like It's the, the highlight of the year for retail. It's like when we get the most coverage, when everyone's a buzz, a glow. When people care about the industry that impacts right. the majority so many of the lives. country. Yes. I don't know how many uh, like adjectives or adverbs. I don't know what that is. A buzz, a glow, like I can use to start with the letter A, but I'm going to try throughout the show. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. It would be kind of tough, though. I think that I think that's already played out. I think you should yeah, move on. I should, put, I should just keep going. Figure something else out. Right. Um, but seriously, what what is on? Like, do you have anything on your Black Friday, Cyber Monday I mean, let's just say October through December list that you're going to be purchasing. That seems like a leading question, Ed. I'm guessing you do. My, oh, I, yeah. I honestly don't. My, my only wish this year is that my household can go one month without being sick. Oh my god, you guys have been sick for so long. We've been sick. Someone's been sick in our house for like three or four weeks. We just got the flu. I was just getting a CAT scan this morning. Like, yes, loyal. I'm gonna talk listeners. Got a CAT scan this morning. We're we're back here podcasting today before Black Friday. Like, yeah. But no, I don't have anything in. I just want to. Not one thing. I don't. I don't. I really don't. No hoodies. No, nothing. no hoodies. No, no, nothing. No Tom Brady team 12 or whatever. No, on the no, list no. He's, he's kind of lost his luster with me. And as we've oh, talked you about and the Giselle show before, both. I know. Right. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of into himself a little bit. Oh but my God, what about you? I mean, realized. I know you do. I okay. know you do because I can tell by the way you're asking that question. Yes, I do. I've actually I did. I did a lot of purchasing last night, like because all these these sales are have started so early. It's been kind of nice. So these I'm are getting... purchases for yourself. Some some okay. purchases for, right. some purchases for, for myself. Okay. Um, but I okay. One thing that I'm going to be buying is hijinks ice cream packets. I'm getting them for all of my nieces and nephews and my kids. It's like this powdery mix. You add milk to it and you get to like you put, I've put in old Halloween candy. You get yeah. to like make all your own ice cream. Make flavors. like a blizzard, right? They're like doing, yeah. yeah, they're a great small brand. They're doing their own like, oh, like promotion for black Friday. So you should check them out. Cozy earth. Oh, I have become yeah. obsessed that, that material. I wore that shirt and my, and lots of people were like, particularly my mom. She's like, that's a nice shirt. So I was like, <laughs> She's oh, moving okay. up from Land's End is <laughs> yeah, what you're right. telling me. Yeah, right. I was like, okay, yeah, thanks, Mom. I, but it is really comfortable. Yes. I need to wash that. Actually. Yes. I don't know where mine is. They're great. They're doing another one. And then my Victoria's Secret bra came that I tried with the Fit Finder. Oh, it came. First Victoria's Secret bra I've had that has fit as well as this Whoa, bra. Whoa, hold so the I phone. I think I may be ordering more, which is a shocker. They got me back, Chris. Hold I went away. Phone. Wow, I that's left. great. So That's great. This is a PG podcast, and let's keep it. Let's keep it PG. I mean, it's a part of <laughs> women's bodies, Chris. My God. But that's Our, awesome. That's great yeah. news. We just covered that story last week, right? Yes. And it, and it fits. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am honestly surprised. Oh man, you're going to be the biggest evangelist for this. We got to show am. how that works. Then we got to yes. shoot a video of that. I for do. Sure. I, I will. Uh, I will send that to the the loyal Omnitech fans. But Chris, speaking of video, yeah. This week we have one of my favorite oh, comments, hundred percent of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Um, we recently received this comment quite well, I guess it was a little bit a while ago, but in our YouTube video showcasing the Amazon just walk out technology, 
a number of people were excited about this. We're technology. not excited about the technology. We're not. They weren't yes, excited about the true. technology, we're right? Not, thank you. That They were not excited about the technology, which yeah. we hear all the time. But specifically, Jerry Stracci, who found it impersonal, creepy, and an invasion of my privacy. That's a direct quote. That's a direct quote, right? Yeah. Impersonal, creepy, and an invasion of my privacy. But, but Chris, it gets better, Anne. Yes. You have to read. I want you to read what Tatiana Britton, she came back with a banger of a response. This is my favorite comment all time, I think, on anything, on LinkedIn, on YouTube. Here's what Tatiana had to say to Jerry. She said, quote, Jerry, you're on the internet. Your privacy has been invaded countless times and your FBA agent knows your favorite type of juice and genre of porn. Juice and genre of porn. That's fascinating. One automated convenience store won't be the death of you, end quote. And what do you have to say to Tatiana? I love you, Tatiana. You are my hero. Oh my God, yes. This is one of my favorite comments of all time. Keep commenting, keep it coming because you bring laughter and joy and you make everybody's lives a little happier too, which is our goal at OmniTalk. That's right. The data's out there, OmniTalk fans, on you from juice to porn. That's the key takeaway today as this we head it. into this Black is a PG Friday. show. Right, I know, right? We're starting Can't off- talk with, about bras. Starting off gold. Juice and genre of porn is totally fine, apparently. But, but the other thing, Anne, about YouTube is we are actually only eight subscribers away from being able to monetize our YouTube channel. So if you're listening and you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, do us a favor, click over to OmniTalk Retail on YouTube, hit subscribe, help us get over that hump. We're all, we're very like, excited. I feel about like it. the videos that our children watch, like check the link right, down below, right, hit right. subscribe, bro. Yeah, but we get some good heat, like the heat on the 7-Eleven video that we, we did a video of their 7-Eleven Evolution yes. store. If you get a chance to look at that, it's in our, it was in our newsletter earlier this week too, but yeah, lots of great content coming. We still got four or five videos coming from our Dallas trip in yes. addition to 7-Eleven. But all right, let's not beat around the bush anymore. Let's give this the old a college try. Did that work? No, a college. All right. Today's Fast Five headlines are brought to you with the help and support of Manifest. Manifest, the who's who conference in supply chain is January 31st to February 2nd in Las Vegas. OmniTalk fans can still save $200 on their registration by heading to Manifest slash OmniTalk. That's M-A-N-I-F-E. Dot ST again, dot ST. That's really important. Slash Omni Talk. Go, go check it out. Register today. And don't forget, Nelly's closing out that conference. Oh, yeah. In today's Fast Five, we've got news on Amazon pulling up its Cyber Monday deals. Best Buy's virtual store. Shop Premium Outlet's further expansion of its brand portfolio. Sweetgreen's plan to build a fully robotic store, not mm -hmm. just one, actually two. But first, we take off with big FU news out of Sam's Club this week. And oh my God, I love this story. Me too. Uh, so headline number one, Chris, Sam's Club announced this week that they plan to drop the price on their hot dog and soda combo to $1.38. According to Progressive Grocer, the lower cost undercuts fellow competitor Costco's own iconic $1.50 hot dog and soda combo a combo which Costco's CEO has vowed to never increase, saying that it would remain at $1.50 forever on an earnings call this past September. Um, the price of that hot dog at Costco, the hot dog and drink combo has remained $1.50 since the 1980s. Chris, why did you love this story so much? Oh, and I love this story because it, it highlights when Walmart is really good. Okay. Like I can, I'm going to tell you a personal anecdote here. So back when I became a, the buyer of seasonal bath and rugs and yes, at target, I remember my mentor at the time or my boss at the time saying, Chris, you never want to set the price overtly against Walmart because they will get you in the end. <laughs> and that's essentially what happened here. Like basically Costco tried to get all this PR from like the $1.50 hot dog and soda combo. And Walmart saw that and said, you know what? 
F you. We're going to do this better. Yeah. We're going to go $1.38, which is typical Walmart ending. And now Costco has to respond here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what's Costco going to do? Leave it at a buck 50? I doubt it. I don't know. I I don't know. I, it, but it's a great move. If you think about a two family of four, like you're paying for the, and they go to Sam's Club once a month, let's say. Mm-hmm. That pays for an increase in the membership too, essentially as well, which has got to be part of this calculus. So I think it's a great move by Kath McClay, the CEO of of Sam's Club to do this. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I'm curious to see what Costco does. I don't think they'll stay depending on how long Sam's Club tries to do this, which it sounds like it's going to be a while. It's going to be fun to watch. Wanna, I love you, you it. Wanna, I love it. You want to bet a Costco hot dog that they don't. No, I hate these. hot dogs. Andy. I, I hate hot dogs. <laughs> I won't eat a hot dog. I, I, you can't pay me enough to eat a hot I dog. I know, but you know what? I, I will say I will eat a hot dog combo at Sam's Club or at Costco any day over Thanksgiving dinner. So I, I was still. Yeah, that's so weird. Hot dog <laughs> okay. all the way. Okay. But what do you think? You like it too. I do. Do, do you agree? Or are there nuances to my argument? That no, you I, I absolutely agree. I think okay. the thing that I find most impressive about this move is what I think it's going to do when you think about the consumer right now. Yes, it's just a hot dog, but you know, 12 cents less for the hot dog. I think in the, in a consumer's mind, who's facing inflation right now, yeah. and as they're thinking about where, where they're going to spend their money, I mean, 12 cents less on the hot dog gets me thinking like, well, if things are 12 cents less for the hot dog, then right. they're probably 12 cents less or $12 yeah. less. Who knows when you get the similar types of products that you're stocking up on. And might get some new people to come through the doors of Sam's Club versus Costco. So I think it's a brilliant move. Um, we're going to see a lot more people trading down and looking for these deals. And when you add up, you know, a basket, a monthly basket at Sam's Club or Costco, and everything is a little bit less m- money, but still the same quality or comparative yeah. quality at Sam's Club, I think this could get more people in the door. And I, again, yeah. brilliant move, Kath McClay. It's just a hot dog to some, but I think it means so much more. We well, get a lot of free marketing out of it, right? Yeah. So that's great. The other point about it, I just, just real quick before we move on to the second headline is like, I think it's also like another indication of just how creative and inventive Sam's Club is. Mm-hmm. Like you have to remember Sam's Club, you can shop that club, scan and go. Yes. You know, they've had curbside pickup since Forever. the start of the pandemic, yeah. right? Like they, they, you can ship from there. Like they're just really, really inventive. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep rolling. This one is this one is one I picked out specifically because of a conversation that you engendered with me earlier in the week, which I thought was really interesting. I want to make sure the audience heard it, which is Amazon is pulling forward its Cyber Monday deals. According to Chain Storage, Amazon is offering a Cyber Monday weekend event with online discounts across top categories from Saturday, November 26th through Monday, November 28th. And customers can check back for surprise deals dropping every 30 minutes during select periods of the three-day event. I will be doing that and why I'm with the in-laws in Vegas this weekend. Yes. I'm working. Sorry, guys. I'm on my phone. And you were on the, you were, like I said, you were on this happening. You were on this idea of early discounts happening across all retailers, particularly for Black Friday and Cyber Money. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, yeah, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. So kudos to you for that. But my question to you on this, haha, comes to you directly from AM this week. Mm. This is the AM put you on the spot mm-hmm. question. Quote, we're going to treat this like a school pop quiz, Anne, and Ooh, see if you've been I, paying attention or agree with us at AM CRG. Yeah, I never did were well never at your those. thing, right? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> with challenging financial outlooks this holiday season for retailers not named Amazon, what actions can and should they be taking now for holiday and post-holiday, or as I interpret that as well, do you think this is a smart move from Amazon? Uh, 
yes, brilliant move from Amazon. They can do it. Um, we we interviewed, we just put out the five insightful minutes with mm-hmm. uh Haymont Kalbog of the um AM CRG. So check that out because he does a, a great five-minute overview of what's going on, what the situation is as retailers head into yeah, the like holiday. how retailers are supposed to survive. Exactly. That's the whole premise of it. And I was paying attention, AM. <laughs> Um, retailers should pop be, quiz hot shot closely, <laughs> closely and quickly evaluating cost structure, discounting strategies, and what to do with excess inventory. I think I passed that. Um, but I, I, you're right. Like we started to see all these retailers start their black Friday, like the pre black Friday yeah. stuff, like even early into last week and this week and in store, they've been doing the same thing too. a lot of the major brands. But I think now this, this is going to continue to happen because Amazon once again is saying, Nope, we're going to, we're going to change the game. It's not just going to be Friday. It's not just going to be Monday. We're going to be doing all these things. And now retailers are going to have to compete and they should be, they, I think we, what we learned from Haymon and what we're seeing is that with all this excess inventory, retailers have to be really closely evaluating, like, how do we get rid of all this inventory? What are we going to do? Do we clear and sit out now? Mm. Like what's, what are the consumers going to do we go? Yeah. What, what is a consumer to do in this situation? Because I think that's a really interesting thing too here. Like you have some retailers offering, you know, price matching through the end of the year, starting in October, um, as a means to try to, to solve this inventory problem and to provide these deals without getting consumers upset about like, okay, I bought the Legos on black Friday. That's supposed to be your deal. And now, you know, December 13th, you have an overstock and now they're, now they're blowing inventory out at 60% off or something. So I think that retailers are just, they have to be so careful right now to maintain the consumer confidence to keep spending, but also not to, you know, also to deal with this problem that they have of yeah, overfilling you, back rooms. And- you're, you're bringing up good points. Like it's it's kind of a new n- new algebra, a new math for retailers this holiday season, especially those that are very uh, embedded to the price match guarantee throughout the season with all mm-hmm. these early discounts starting earlier than usual. The other two points I'd bring up is one, I think the discounts are starting earlier for two reasons. One, people are concerned about the inventory, but two, the price points are higher probably than they were last year sure. on those same goods. So there's sure. more room to discount them than traditionally. And I think the retailers have been taking a little bit from the consumer on that. It hasn't been a one-for-one increase with costs on price would be my hunch because that's how retailers play the game. But I think the other thing is other than discounting and canceling inventory that's on order, there isn't much you can do, right? Which is what I took away from Haymont's conversation too. So the really, the almost the thing that you have to do as a retailer is start to prepare for the inevitable Q1 exercise that is cost cutting and restructuring your organization. Right. That's all you can do at this point because- Mm -hmm. The data that scares me that I heard from that conversation is this. Unit sales are down, particularly year over year, already in grocery. So there's no reason to believe they won't be even further down to last year in discretionary seasonal items as we go through the holiday season, which means anyone who bought their holiday goods on par or above last year Mm -hmm. is in for some trouble. And there are a lot of retailers sitting very heavy to last year on inventory relative to their sales comps too, particularly Target, Mm -hmm. Walmart. Macy's actually probably looks the best prepared for this, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole other subject, which hopefully we can get to later, but uh, or at another show here in a few weeks as we watch this play out. But, but you know, it, we just haven't seen, there's a lag effect in that data when you start talking about inflation and we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But my hunch is when you put that kind of lens on it, where you look at unit movement and grocery, what does it mean for discretionary unit movement here in this season against retailers inventory compared to last year? 
we haven't seen it, but the bloodbath probably is likely coming when you put it in that context. Yeah, absolutely. Best Buy just put their, uh, we just saw their results this week. We're going to talk about them in the next headline here. And they, they're in a pretty good position. Yeah, they actually well, increased their like. forecast. Mm-hmm. Them and Dick's actually this year. They're yeah. Kind of the, kind of the anomalies. Right. All right. Let's go to headline number three. Best Buy, as we mentioned, has a new virtual store and that store bridges the online and in-store service divide. According to our own Minneapolis Star Tribune, (laughs) Best Buy has converted a 40,000 square foot uh, warehouse in Bloomington, Minnesota into a full-on virtual store. One area, Chris, is even a gym staffed with personal trainers and equipment. Another space is dedicated to Microsoft laptops and devices. There are even cubicles for staff to have more private conversations with customers as well. Um, And last but not least, Chris. Racy, private conversations. I mean, about (laughs) electronics and video games and appliances. Hearing aids. Yes. (laughs) Grills. Um, Last but not least, though, Chris. Yes. Ring lights and movable cameras and computers are everywhere. This is you just ha- like you have to have ring this lights. This is just like QVC times yeah. a thousand. It's like right? it's like the benchmark now. You have to have a ring light. If yeah. you're gonna do anything, it has to be lit up by a ring light, I right? Know. It's insane. <laughs> um, okay, Chris, what are your thoughts on the Best Buy virtual store? I love this idea too, Anne. Okay. I think I think this here's what's really cool. This was a big unlock for me as I was preparing for the show. I think it takes the idea that we've heard a lot about, like which is in-store clienteling, mm-hmm. but it pluses it up in two ways. One, you get scale yep. because you can do it through this location versus asking every one of your associates to interact with customers yeah. across the country. Yep. So that just makes sense. And then the other point that I love about it is it gives a consistent experience. All these people can be trained the same way mm-hmm. to handle calls the same way, which again is really hard to do when you've got 40, 50% job turnover in your stores asking them to handle this. Mm -hmm. And the retailers also have concerns about the quality of that, like giving those tools to their frontline employees, which I think actually is sometimes really well-founded. So I think this gets over both those humps. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's a natural bridge to get the same in-store service that you're expecting from Best Buy, but doing it online. Yeah. So I'm not surprised to hear that one part in the story was that Best Buy seeing a 20% increase in customer satisfaction since unveiling this virtual store idea. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's a great idea, actually. Like, especially when I think about like firework and the context of the conversations we've had mm-hmm. with live stream shopping, being able to light that up through a place like this. I think it's going to be something we start to see more people do. I can't understand why you wouldn't try to do this. Yeah. Well, I especially like it when you look at Best Buy in comparison to buying something from Amazon. I think that there's some like brand equity that you're getting in these people and the investment that Best Buy has made here. Yep. That is great for kind of setting Best Buy apart or like feeling like a little bit more confident in your purchase. Higher consideration purchases. Exactly. But I love this, not just for pre-sale, but also for post-purchase and upselling. And I think that's the other thing that we're not thinking about here. Like so much of the focus of this story was on how this is increasing revenue for Best Buy. But I think that the opportunity to leverage the same team to support, you know, once you get that, that, product in the mail and you're starting to use it and you have questions, like there's the opportunity of for follow-up to sell more add-ons to those things. But also, I, I also like that Best Buy can get more content from this too. I mean, they can be recording I mean. these yeah. things. They can be putting them out on product detail yep. pages. They can be putting them out as, you know, yeah, all content for the YouTube channel. Yep. Like you don't, you know, it doesn't have to be one-to-one demos. Yep. It can start out that way, but because it's being recorded, it can be one-to-many. I love that idea. Um, also, I think the third point is this is great preparation for Best Buy. Um, when you start to look at R&D, 
preparing for another metaverse type shopping experience in the future. Not that that's going to be yeah. here or that this is doing that. I'm just saying like, you're learning a little, a lot about how yeah. you're communicating with your customers virtually and how you can continue to improve that experience. Yeah. I agree with that last point. I think the last, I would say if I was to, giving best advice, I'd be like, I wouldn't look at that at all at this point. I think no, you'd agree. Like yeah. just do what you're saying, yep. get the scale, get the better customer service, get the post-purchase sales, uh, uptick from yep. the, the relationships you're going to have with people focus there first, right? Yes. The metaverse could come later. Yep. I was talking to somebody yesterday, former, I mean, like the metaverse, which still feels like 10 or 15 years out yeah. too, but yeah. All right. Awesome. Let's keep rolling then shot headline. Number four shop premium outlets has grown the stable of brands within its portfolio. According to access wire first timer on the show, intermix will join shop premium outlets, the joint venture between Simon and the Gilt Group as the latest world-class name in a family of brands offering incredible values to shopper value to shoppers in a digital shopping experience. Beginning 1121, Intermix brands will be available to shop premium outlets customers at an additional 40% off through 1130, mm -hmm. November 30th. Inventory varies by brand and is only available while supplies last. Shoppers can find hot deals from Intermix labels, including Mother, Zimmerman, A. Goldie, Veronica Beard, and more all from the convenience of shopping from home or on the go. And you fought for this headline last this week, and I thought it was brilliant again. I thought you had a really insightful takeaway here. Why'd you fight for this? I, I really like this because these are high-end brands. These are like brands you see at boutiques, some at Nordstrom, like that's a little bit more mainstream, but typically these are like brands that you're only seeing in your, your local like high-end boutique stores. You don't have a good selection. Now this is coming into the Simon, like the, the off kind of price market, which is not something typical unless you, you are seeing this on like a Rulala or guilt or some kind of flash site like that. And so this tells me that one, it's not just big box and mass retailers who are dealing with inventory overages that there are, this is hitting the luxury market too. And this is oh, one yeah. of the first examples that we're seeing, I think where it's like, okay, we got to figure out this problem and who are we going to go to without losing brand equity? So like, how do we still maintain the, the brand, the luxury brand equity, but how do we get rid of this inventory? Um, I also like this because if these, this is giving brands some insight into whether or not it might make sense to go into a physical outlet store at some point in time too. Right. They get to test online, see where the demand is, and then they can move potentially into physical outlet malls, knowing which brands to keep online, which brands to potentially move um, into the offline space. So I love this move. I think it's really smart. Um, and again, uh, really difficult for luxury brands to do without going like bargain basement and, and losing that brand equity. Yeah. And they're, and they're probably still loath to go into store ultimately, you know, for that reason, they don't want to be associated with the outlet mall experience. Right. right? Exactly. But, but that's why I think you're really onto something here. And God, we've been like very congratulatory in this podcast. We haven't ranted or been negative about anything to this point Not yet. But, but I think you're onto something because, well, first of all, we've long espoused the idea of a digital mall. Mm -hmm. And for outlet shopping, as I sit back and think about it, and your points are right, because it makes even more sense, mm -hmm. um, because, especially when you think about all the liquidation coming to brands in general off of the headline number two this week that yep. we just talked about. So I think kudos to you, my friend, for having the clairvoyance to see this trend. I think it's it's a smart, smart play. Shop Premium Outlets is by far and away seemingly the leader in trying to make the shoppable, shoppable mall idea yeah. come to life as yeah. well. So. And the deals are hot. That's another thing I didn't, yeah. I looked at it yesterday and I was like, holy cow, yeah. this is an additional 40% off. I mean, you can get 
$800 jackets for like a hundred bucks or something. It's crazy. Like I could not believe it. I, yeah, like, it gives you a whole, card, I card. mean, I can remember from my days of the gap, having to work with outlet and, you know, get the jobbers to sell the inventory. And yeah. like, this gives you a whole nother path to approach that problem without the logistical overhead of having to stand 100%. up your own store in an outlet mall. Right. Uh, all right, Chris, headline number five, Sweet Green plans to launch two robotic restaurants next year. According to Expedite, another first timer, I think, on the, uh, yes, on the on sure, retail pod. Um, in these Sweet Green restaurants that are being dubbed infinite kitchen locations, the make line, that is, that the line that prepares your salad will be fully automated. Your salad will be made by robots, Chris. Yeah. Uh, the robotic tech comes from a Boston company Sweet Green acquired last year called Spice with a Y, of course, because why in the hell would we ever want to spell something the way that it's supposed tech to be Tech guys spelled? are so inventive, man. So inventive. <laughs> Must be all the microdosing. Um, all right. Uh, it, this is billed as a way for Sweet Green to scale quickly while keeping costs in check. Chris, would you eat at a restaurant where a robot makes your salad? <laughs> Glad you said it that way. Um, I if it tastes the same, yeah, I don't give a I don't give a darn. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't care. And it it probably means you're gonna get it faster too. Yes, I think 100. So, so sign me up. Yeah, if the quality is the same and I get it faster. Yeah, I've got no problem with this at all. But what do you think? I you're more the salad goer than I am. Well, it com- I've been eating more salads lately. I'm, I'm on happy. the encouragement of that's, my physicians. That's a but good idea yes. for you. That's I love that journey for you, Chris. That's good. Um, it comes as no surprise to any of the listeners of our podcast, but yes, I'm all for robot preparation. Like you are. It's especially not in like your, your, your restaurants, your sit down restaurants by any means, but in these kinds of situations, like sweet green allows exactly one cup of product. It's not like you're, it's not like somebody's like, this is the old subway days where they're kind of slapping stuff on. It's like, we have pre-measured like the, the cost of ingredients, the cost of marketing these places is so like dialed in, right? You're not going to get any variation. So just come get your salad. There's nothing I hate more than make than order, whatever they're called, make lines. Yeah. Like the Chipotle line and the speaker. I hate hundred percent. I agree. Why? Cause I hate them too. Because I hate the people that are like, do yeah, I want to pick up the guy today? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Mm, yeah. huh. And they like sit and have yeah. a conversation. No, there is yeah. a line of a hundred people. Get out of here. Just pre-program 100%. in your phone and send it off. The other point I would say too, and because we're from Minnesota, I hate doing that to other people. Like <laughs> when I'm indecisive, like it stresses me out. Like yes. I don't want to hold up the line. Yeah. So give me a robot. Well, and then I think ultimately the, the point of this being like, what we've said multiple times, like in the Starbucks pickup only stores, like then it gives your associates the the space and time to greet customers, to help with any challenges to orders or to help remedy those things where you really need human beings to be focused on giving the experience, ensuring that everything is correct. That's coming out the right way. Like that's where you want your focus, not on the scooping of a cup of tomatoes and one cup of chicken onto my couch. So you hope this works. You hope, you hope this, we got to check this out when it comes sweet green people. If you're listening, let us know when these stores open. We want to come check them out. Yes, absolutely. All right, Chris, let's go to the lightning round. All right. I'm excited about this week's lightning round. Let's do it. This one was tailor-made for you, Chris. KFC is opening a pub in London called the Colonel's Arms, which will combine the best of a traditional British pub with the food of KFC. This means you can sip on a pint while watching TV or playing foosball and then chow down on some finger licking good chicken. Chris, 
Is this move diminishing the sanctity of the English pub or a sure way to get you to visit next time we're in London? I think it's actually both, man. It for sure distinguish, for sure diminishes the sanctity of the English pub, which is like my favorite all-time yes. place to be. Irish English, or English, English pub. or Irish. I don't really care. Mm, um, there's some people who might be very yeah, mad at probably, you. I'd probably that. go Irish first yes, and then English. Okay. Sorry, English friends of ours. But um, but I, I think for sure it gets me a chance, gets me a reason to visit there next time in London because KFC bar none is still the best fried chicken out there. My buddy Noyan okay, and I have okay. had this argument with our spouses. Popeyes. No, bro. fried chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, original recipe. He and I, Noyan, will go to the grave. It's the best fried chicken out there. So if I can get a Guinness mm. in mm. the same place as my fried chicken, my original recipe, and lick my fingers while doing it, Ann, hell yes, sign me up. We're Ugh. That's definitely on. We got to get back to London, Ann. I was when was the to last time you were at Popeyes? I haven't been to Popeyes in a while. I got to try that, actually. It's a good point. Good point. Yeah. All right, Ann, a new film called 80 for Brady. Yes, yeah, so awesome. Chronicles the tale of a group of octogenarian friends starring Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, Rita Moreno, and even Jane Fonda, who have made it their lifelong mission to go to the Super Bowl and meet NFL superstar Tom Brady. I sent you the trailer when I heard about this last, earlier this week. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazingly awesome, how good do you think this movie will be? Uh... I'm, I can't, I still can't believe that this is a real movie. And I'm either. so confused. Makes me think it's going to be great. I'm so confused because they're like introducing themselves as their actual names, but then they're calling each other different names in the movie. Like, are we, is this actually Lily, Sally, Rita, and Jane, like actually them or what the hell is going on? So I just need to figure it out. Um, but I do kind of want to see it. Like it looks it's so based great. on a true story. Yeah. Like there, I don't know if they, the four of them or four people they're portraying really did this, but I kind of want to find out. So I'm going to say five. Yeah. It's uh, five. That's it. Five. 50, 50 expectations. I'm going in and oh, I'll be man. pleasantly surprised. You're, you're, you're riding the fence on this one. I am. Or do you think it's more six or more four? More four. More for okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be higher than that because I don't think these I don't think these four ladies would sign up unless the script is really good. That's my hunch. I but anyway, know. they're eighty. And yeah, right. they're in Hollywood. That's so. true. That's true. All right, we're on the. Oh, it's your turn. It's actually. my turn. Yes. It's my turn, Chris. Word on the street is Minneapolis may be home to the next Players Cafe. I thought Ice Cube might be involved. He is not. Uh, but <laughs> Players Cafe is a modern convenience store that is one a one stop for shopping for coffee, lottery tickets, scratchers, snacks, gifts, and more. Chris. When given the option, perhaps if you find yourself in a local townie bar tonight on the biggest drinking night of the year. Um, Is that right? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The night before Thanksgiving? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Um, are you more of a scratch-off guy or a pull-tab guy? First of all, I didn't know that reference of the, the song. Was it Ice Cube or Ice T? Did you say Ice Cube? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I have no yeah. idea what that reference is. Players those, Club? Yeah. For those Check it out. So. Great song. I'm sure no Great movie. surprised by that. Great song. Uh, Do it. But, and to answer your question, I would say neither. Because and gambling is a vice, unless of course I'm on a heater at the blackjack table in Vegas with my buddies Narens and God. Oven. But yeah, no, I've never done a pull tab in my life. I've done a scratch off. Oh, you know, but pull I've never tabs done a pull tab all the way. Life. Get yourself one of those uh, those cowboy. You guys, most people outside of Minnesota have no idea what you're talking about. Pull tabs. Yeah. Well, you you come up to Minneapolis, we'll listeners. Get you some pull tabs. I will take you for a Bloody Mary and some pull tabs, and it'll be the best day of your life. All right, Maybe. let's close out this show. Adidas followed Nike this week and unveiled its own digital NFT of marketplace. Course. What is the one piece of Adidas gear you would want forever memorialized Obviously, as an NFT? What the do you 1990s think it is? Samba. 
The Samba? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a that good That defined pick. my footwear for uh, It did? Oh, God, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, Samba's How all the long? way. What period of time, was? what year and period of time, length of time was this? Well, you know, Minnesota is home to the USA Cup, which is kind of the World Cup for younger soccer players. I didn't 18 know 18 and under. And so I started playing in that when I was probably in sixth grade. So Sambas were kind of the jam from like sixth grade all the way through. Did you have Adidas Soft, slides freshman too? Year, Did you have the soccer year? shoes yeah. before you put the sambas on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, where'd you, 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 where you wear to high school? The sambas or the slides? Uh, well, I didn't. Slides know were it. big in high school for me. Sambas for sure. I went to a private school that you had oh, to wear right. like uniforms. We couldn't right. always wear the sambas at right, school, so right. I had to wear like Mary Jane, like loaf sounds, platform loafer things. It was not. That great, sounds horrible. That anyway. sounds horrible. All right, well. Thanks for taking me down that memory lane, Anne. I like that one. That was good. That's that got like, deep. That's a good lightning round question. I learned a lot about ourselves on that one. All right, that wraps us up. Happy birthday today to Miley Cyrus, Chris Harwick, and everyone's favorite Jersey Shorer, Snooky. And remember, if you can only read or listen to one retail blog in the business, make it on me talk. Our Fast Five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news. And our twice-weekly newsletter tells you the top five things you need to know each day. It also features special content exclusive to us, and it's just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview pane of your inbox. You can sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks as always for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And on behalf of all of us at Omnitalk Retail, as always, be careful out there and have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. The Omnitalk Fast Five is a Microsoft-sponsored podcast. Microsoft Cloud for Retail connects your customers, your people, and your data across the shopper journey, delivering personalized experiences and operational excellence. And is also brought to you in association with the AM Consumer and Retail Group. The AM Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of the disruption and Takeoff. Takeoff is transforming grocery by empowering grocers to thrive online. The key is micro-fulfillment, small robotic fulfillment centers that can be leveraged at hyper-local scale. Takeoff also offers a robust software suite so grocers can seamlessly integrate the robotic solution into their existing businesses. To learn more, visit takeoff.com. And Sezzle. Sezzle is an innovative buy now, pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four interest-free payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit sezzle.com. Finally, Silk. The Silk Cloud DB virtualization platform is a virtualization layer between your workloads and the cloud. It helps you scale your cloud without scaling your costs. Visit silk.us to learn more.